Welcome back, folks. We're finally back with a new episode of the show you know, Words from Blurs. Blurs. Come on. It's, it's been that long. You, you mistimed it, man. Did I mistime it? Yeah. How? I said, I said Blurs, and then you didn't say it at the same time. Listen, I was trying to say it at the same time. Your audio was taking forever to come to me, okay? Oh, okay. okay. Is, it, is it a syncing issue? My audio isn't coming in at the same time as yours? I don't know. <laughs> All right. But yeah, uh, so we've been gone for about a month, I think. A little over a month, I would say. It's been yeah, about a month. It's, five or six it? weeks. Yeah, it's April 30th right now. So yeah, about a month or so. Um, For obvious reasons, the whole uh, COVID-19 business that's been going yeah, on lately some tragic stuff going on mm-hmm. um hopefully everyone is staying safe hopefully they're staying at home washing their hands wearing masks when they go out wearing gloves etc 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 yes hopefully everyone is doing the best to protect themselves at all costs and it and also social distancing themselves and quarantining themselves yeah and uh hopefully we can bounce back from this and hopefully you know us recording this can give y'all some or give y'all a distraction from everything that's going on yes it's really affected the entertainment industry in like a number of ways too uh, large ways huge from yeah movies like and television to sports like, concerts I like mean, even now it as it, what isn't news to um, listeners of the show, I am a wrestling fan, as you know, and uh, it's weird because like, yeah, it's weird because they've been um, recording shows with no audience. It's like really weird. It's almost like it's a play or something, but there's no audience and there's no one watching it like live. So they're just kind of like doing matches in like empty arenas. Yeah, and I really still wonder why you watch the show. But I mean, hey, if you want to, if you want to watch a show that you know is is scripted, like there's no audience to bounce off of whatsoever, then by all means, do you go ahead and watch AEW? You go ahead and watch Raw. You go ahead and watch SmackDown. You go ahead and watch those shows. Oh well, actually, I haven't watched SmackDown in a minute. It's 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 gotten kind of a not great lately. But right. I mean, every show is scripted. You know, technically, when you think about it, and you know the the bas- basketball season has been canceled. And I think, right? I think, and I think Dr. Fauci, whoever uh, uh, is Trump's attorney general on this stuff, um, he said that the sports, I mean, football might we might not have football this season. Yeah, which is interesting because they just did a draft. So, like, yeah. what are they drafting for? They did. Um, you know, because businesses are greedy and they think that there are ways around things. So I'm sure, I, I'm really, I'm really not a hundred percent sure, but I'm sure they think they have some way around it or that it'll be done by the time the season starts, which I doubt heavily. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I, I was wondering, what's the point of having a draft if you're not going to have any games? Like it's for the foreseeable future, anyway. Hopefully, yes. you know, it ends soon. But who knows? I mean. <laughs> 
I, you know, I miss my barber so much. I yes. really do. My barber. I, I miss my barber, man. Is my barber is a woman? She's great. She gives hugs. And now, I mean, I I haven't been able to go to her shop. I have been able to get a hug. And now, because of coronavirus, I probably will never get a hug again. And like my lineup is not okay. It is. It it's has not, diminished. There's there's a lot of there are a lot of black men in America suffering right now due to mismanaged hairlines. I had to, unfortunately, I had to go to my dad's barber like two weeks ago who was doing it at home with masks and stuff. I mean, I just couldn't, I I was feeling very teen wolfish and I was looking very teen wolfish and just much like you are right now. Yes, I'm very teen wolfish right now. Yeah, I have a mini, mini fro going on right now. My hair, my beard is it's just uh, I, I even yeah. cut down some hair because I felt like my shit was way too long. I'm honestly I'm like a couple weeks away from just saying fuck it and just shaving my head. I don't know. Just going it just going full ball. Just go ahead and go DMX. I don't yeah. know, maybe. I don't know. I'm trying to hold out. Maybe maybe it'll end soon, but yeah. And um so you know, we 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 we're you know making, you know, getting around and whatnot, but it is it's a it's a serious situation and uh I even recently like lost someone close to me not because of coronavirus but you know uh it's just hard because you don't even really get to see them due to um guidelines in place right now to stop the spread which you know is hard to deal with but you know like like we said hopefully you know those of you who are going through it right now you can listen to this and you know to take your mind off of things that are you know going on right now so uh you want to Move on to the show. Let's move on to the show. Uh, Okay, so first bit of news we got here, and a little update on it as well as I read through. Uh, AMC theaters uh, say they will no longer screen Universal films due to the success of Trolls World Tour, which was originally, I think, scheduled for a few weeks ago, like in March, to be released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Universal saw what was going on. They decided to release it on demand. Um, the world tour was was uh, released on on demand for and was to deliver entertainment to people who are sheltering at home, while movie theaters and other forms of outside entertainment are unavailable. Based on the enthusiastic response to the film, we believe um, Universal says they believe. Yeah, that yeah. This is uh, this is Universal's move. response to AMC. Be the right move, and in fact, given the choice of not releasing Trolls World Tour, which would not only have prevented consumers from experiencing the movie, but it also negatively impacted their partners and employees, the decision was clear. Their desire has always been to efficiently deliver entertainment to as wide an audience as possible. They absolutely believe in the theatrical experience and have made no statement to the contrary. As stated earlier, going forward, they expect to release future films directly to theaters as well as on demand when that distribution outlet makes sense. We look forward to having our additional private conversations with our exhibition partners, but are disappointed by this seemingly coordinated attempt from AMC and NATO to confuse our position and our actions. And the update on that is Regal Cinemas also uh, this morning is partnering or agreeing with AMC. Oh no! Oh, that Seriously? they, yeah, they agree that um, 
Universal was being selfish and there was no, it was not because of, um, they just wanted to help the consumer or whatever. They think that it, that it was totally inappropriate for some reason to go ahead and release uh, Trolls on Demand instead of theaters. And I don't believe they 100% said that they're not going to um, show uh, Universal films, but they're definitely in agreement with AMC and NATO on uh, Universal's actions. They yeah, I mean, didn't Universal state ahead of time that they were going to release Trolls World War uh, on demand? Uh, I think. I mean, and it's not even like Trolls World Tour is the only movie to do that. Uh, the Hunt went straight to On Demand. Um, that was Universal, was, though. That was also Universal. Oh, interesting. They didn't. Even, they didn't mention the Hunt at all. I okay. think it was Universal and Blumhouse. I I gotta check. But it, you know, part of because it, it's like okay, you're not you're not mentioning the Hunt. Is it because the Hunt wasn't as financially successful as Trolls World Tour? Which. This, there's multiple. I feel like there's multiple reasons why Trolls World Tour did so well on demand. Because number one, it's a family movie slash kids movie, and all the kids are stuck at home. You know, they're not. I mean, they're they're going to school, but it's like remote school. They're not going to the physical building, so they need something to watch while they're at home. So of course, you know, oh yeah, let's put on Trolls World Tour. You know, that's a nice kids movie, and then you know everyone will watch that. But like, if you said if if. The Hunt, like you said, was uh, distributed by Universal, which if it's Blumhouse, it probably was. Then I think it's interesting that they only mentioned Trolls World Tour and not The Hunt. Yeah, it was definitely Universal. Cause Universal it was? Okay, that's what I thought. Because, yeah. yeah, Jason Blum is definitely a, was a producer on it. So, yeah, it was uh, Universal. Okay. And it's like, I mean, wh what do you expect the studio to do? Not release a finished film? So they cannot make their money back from it. Exactly. I mean, I mean, there are people who I'm sure had deals in place that, based on you know how well it did financially, they would also be getting paid some back ends. Uh, and I mean, I think it's I think it was a good idea because in the in the time that we're in, a little entertainment, and we probably will be lacking some of that for a while. Uh, for the public was good because us have, well, us families, kids having to wait months on end for the next major film to come out. It seems selfish on the theater's part. And I get that, that movies are their bread and butter and they spend money on displays and um, advertising, advertising and all that in the theater as well. So I, I get that, but I think saying they're not going to, show universal films because of one maybe uh two including the hunt straight to you know vod on demand um is ridiculous i'm gonna be yeah it is i'm, I'm gonna be very upset if this keeps me from seeing f9 in the movie theater you're talking about the masterpiece of fast and furious 9 absolutely Where i'm gonna be highly upset yes Oh my God! I completely forgot that. From I was, I was about to I was about to say, well, okay, I can't see it at AMC, but I could see it at Regal. I I usually go to Regal anyway. Now you won't you see it said, at all. Yeah, now I can't see it oh, there either. I think, I think it also said bow tie as well on there when I was looking at the article. Uh, come on, come on, yo, movie theaters, come on, man. I mean, it's like I get it from your point of view i just think this but is it's just a bad, two movies. Bad movie. i mean universal yeah. has been making them money for years 
really one movie because like I said, it's not like they even talked about the hunt. Uh, yeah. what about, and Disney put out Onward. I mean, Onward. I don't think it made as much money as Trolls did, but it still made it. It was still successful. I mean, Onward, Onward was out for like a couple weeks before. That. Oh, and before before. Okay, okay, that might be. I, actually, I think it was out just that one week, and then everything shut down. Okay. Okay. All right. But yeah, I mean, it, but Universal isn't the only move um, studio to have done this, right? Um, I think I really think they were. Besides, oh, Onward, they were okay. I think besides Onward, yeah, because there was nothing else scheduled to come out. I mean, th- we had Black Widow, but of course we had enough time where they could push that push. They pushed it back, so everything else was just pushed back. There was okay. nothing really else released. I mean, yes, there was like a Mortal Kombat, but that was always going to be straight to DVD animated movie anyway. So. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully this changes because I need to see F9 in a theater full of people. Okay, it ain't going to be the same just watching it at home. Yeah. All right. Uh, according to the DizInsider.com, there is a live-action Hercules film in development. Which I'm excited about because Hercules is low-key one of my favorite Disney movies. I feel like you it's know? very underrated. Yeah, but I didn't see that part, but um, it's in talks to be directed by John Favreau and possibly the Russo brothers. Oh, okay. It, uh, Which makes sense, uh, honestly. I don't know. I mean, I know you don't I, like... No, it's like, I I don't know. I, go, I, I have mixed feelings about John Favreau because I do think he's a great director. But also Lion King 2019, you know. Totally, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I understand. Yeah, I mean uh, the Russos are behind it, but it's but interesting. John Favreau is just is just one of their their fans over there at Disney. I mean, yeah, yeah Lion King didn't get good reviews, but it brought them in over a, mil- a billion dollars. Yeah, the Jungle Book did get great reviews, brought them over seven hundred mil. Uh, he did Iron Man. He's he's producing uh, the Mandalorian. I think he maybe even directed an episode. I mean, that's that's kind of one of the guys they have kind of has his hands in multiple. Who's, a, who's a, a trusted hand when it comes to absolutely. Yeah. Uh, who do you think would be cast as Hercules? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like they might race bend it this time. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of any like redheaded actors I mean he doesn't necessarily have to be redheaded because I mean we've got Barry Islands who are both not blonde that's true that's true but Uh, yeah everyone's everyone's concerned with who's gonna play the fate and that's a that's a you know that's a reasonable concern Who's trying to play Meg, though? That's what I want to know. I know, I know everybody. I know the fans have said Ariana Grande just because of the dance. what? But it's the ponytail, bro. And she's uh, also he's also tweeted about it. She's like, "Yes, I want that role." Like, I get, man, it, I get out of here. I don't think really. She's like really too tiny and like delicate and dainty to be Meg. You know, they you know they need to have another Meg play Meg. Right. Oh, I feel no, like I know who it. I'm talking don't, about. Don't do it. Don't, we need don't to have the stallion play uh, Meg. But, but That's who we not, need to get. She's not a singer, though. <laughs> you don't, I mean, give, hey, you know, there have been plenty of musicians who have made the transition to acting. I mean, we don't, maybe she. No, no, no. I don't care about acting. 
her acting, she can act. I don't care about that. I'm talking about her singing. You don't think she can sing? No, I think she can maybe like do a little humming, maybe, but she's not a wow. rapper. Disrespectful. Doja Cat is a, is a she sung a couple times and it wasn't like bad, you know, it wasn't horrible. I'd rather keep it real with y'all. That is not singing. That's not the only song she's sung on. She's sung on something else before. I can't think of the song right now, but I'm certain I've heard her sing at least twice. I, it wasn't that bad. Uh, but it's not movie. It's not worth them being well, in a movie. How many, how many songs did it make have? Like one in, in, the, in the animated movie? Like one song? Yeah, and I, I mean, I, come and on. She's, and she's a fast talker. So, I mean, I don't see... I, yes, Meg, Megan is a rapper. She 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 raps, but she doesn't have like that city slick type of fashion. Are you serious? I you am must, serious. You, you must not she... have seen her do interviews or like media talks. She's absolute. She could absolutely play like the fast talking smart ass. Like she could play that. I don't know. I don't know. May I feel like what's I feel like what's the girl from um, from Gronish? I feel like she could play be a, a from Gron- oh um yeah Yara uh, Zahidi is that Yara Zahidi yeah I believe so yeah yeah she, she, could play could, she could play Meg yeah you know mm. uh, well I mean I I I, really I I hope that this isn't just a shot for shot remake like you know Lion King twenty nineteen was Lion they added some things in Lion King twenty nineteen some things that didn't I mean make yeah sense. but. Yeah, none of them were good. And if and I hope that they don't do what Lion King 2019 did and kind of make the music blander than it was in the animated movie. Because the music was kind of bland in that movie. Yes. But of course, it's for now, it's just in development. So, you know, this is all just, you know, speculation. Uh, so, tonight, actually. Well, I did have a question about the last thing, though, about Hercules. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Who do you see playing Hades? Oh, <laughs> see, if this was like about three to four years ago, I would have just said James Woods, but for obvious reasons, I don't think that's going to happen. Say that three or four years ago. <laughs> really? Not even three or four years ago, you would have said James no. Woods? I, I honestly, yeah, no, I would choose maybe Adam Sandler as. Uh, uh, yeah, but yeah, today, yeah, yeah, maybe Adam Sandler. Today and three or four years ago, I think James. I don't think James Woods would even want to do an animated movie or or live action kids movie. Uh, yeah, he did it animated 20 years ago, but I don't think... You, think, today, you honestly think James Woods would turn down a Disney check? A Disney... A check? Probably. I, I mean... Dis- you think he would turn down a Disney check? Uh, people Woods. turn down roles all the time. I don't care if it's Disney no, or No, but I'm talking about James Woods specifically. Yes, I mean, he, he. I'm sure he's fine doing whatever it is he's doing. Have you seen him in any movies lately? Have he you don't do him? nothing but rap on Twitter. Very, I feel very confident that he is so controversial that Disney wouldn't even reach out to him even three or four well, yeah, years ago. Now? Really? Three, four, now, three or four years ago? No. I think was, when it, the, was he that controversial the, three or four years 20, ago? When the 2010 started, no. Not not James Woods. Because he's been on Twitter almost since day one of, tw- of Twitter being hyped. Oh, really? And he's been controversial since day one. So I don't <laughs> think Disney would reach out to him at all. All right, but yeah, um, as yeah, Adam Sandler or possibly, huh. it's got to be someone who's like a smart ass, you know, who's fast talking. Oh, were you about to say another person? 
And I was going to say somebody, but he might be too old now. I was going to say Steve Buscemi. No, he's not too old. Hades don't have to. He don't have. Hades isn't like a fighter. No, but he's really. He gets animated. other people. He gets other people to do the fighting for him. Yeah. Yeah, Steve Buscemi or Adam Sandler, they could both be a good Hades. Maybe get Patton Oswalt to play uh, Pain. I don't know. Oh, you know what needs to happen? Keep Danny DeVito as Phil. You, he could play Phil today. I mean, I feel like maybe if they de-age him a little bit, then why not? They got to de-age him. Uh, you, know, you know what was honestly what they're probably going to do? They're probably going to go for fucking Josh Gad. Oh, God. <laughs> they probably will, too. Oh, jeez. Now that you said it, they probably will get Josh Gad to play Phil. Uh, I would like he. I just he's Disney's go-to fat guy, and really blows me. I don't. I, I think there are so many other people who they could go for. Oh, they're probably gonna get your twin to play panic. Uh, pain. <laughs> your homie, uh, Seth Rogen. He could probably play pain. Oh, he could probably play Phil. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. Parks and Recreation, there's a, going to be a Parks and Recreation reunion tonight to help raise money for the Feeding America COVID-19 response fund. It airs at 8.30 on NBC, and I'm a huge Parks and Rec fan. Me uh, too. I don't know if you are. You, you are also. On E, baby. Yeah, uh, I love Parks and Rec. Um, I don't, I've always wondered, is it better than The Office? Um, no. Because, see, I know you were going to say no. Here, here's 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 what I would posit to you. The Office, you have to admit, decreased in quality once Michael Scott left. Maybe I'm not talking about whether or not it was still funny. Sure, it still had episodes that were funny, but you have to admit it did decrease in quality once Michael Scott left. Okay. Parks and Rec never had a season that decreased in quality. It was always great every season, and it ended at the right time. What they had like five, six seasons. They have seven seasons. Seven seasons, seven seasons, instead of The Office that had nine, which had like, they had like, what, two, two, I would say that if we're talking the shows at their peak, because they're both, at their, at their peak, they both had seven seasons, basically. The last two seasons, mm-hmm. Michael Scott were gone. So I'm going to, I'm not going to consider those in this argument. But if we're going to talk about... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't just disregard less quality seasons just because you want to make your point. That ain't fair. No, no, but it's not fair. It's also not fair that that The Office has two more seasons than The Office. I think it should be kind of an equal... Thing, don't you oh, think? Come on. No, you gotta. I'm. T- you gotta. The whole show. Look, it's one. If you want to compare the shows at their peaks, fine. But you can't just disregard the last two just because they weren't as good. That's not how that works. Bro. Okay, there were definitely more likable characters in The Office. There's definitely way more some sometimes out there humor than the Parks and Rec on The Office. Um, there are way more quotable lines. From the office and shirts and memes and mugs from the office, then Parks and Rec. Give it some time. There'll be a lot more from Parks and Rec. Oh, give it some time. They both ended around the same time. time. Yeah, well, Parks and Rec has an Avenger, number one. Oh, wait, my mistake. A Guardian. A Guardian, not Avenger. My mistake. Before he was a Guardian. Guardian. Before he was an Avenger. Don't even try that again. But, but, 
it was it doesn't matter. They still have them. Okay. Number two, uh, Parks and Rec has both. Uh, oh my God, April. Uh, who's? Oh April my God. Uh, no, no, no. Um, April. Who? Who's her? What's her? Uh, April's actress's Aubrey name? Plaza. Yes, Aubrey Plaza, and uh, Rashida Jones. Okay, both amazing. All right. And for the record, for the record, I'm not necessarily saying which one I think is better right now. I'm just, you know, stating a case for Parks and Rec. Uh, Parks and Rec has, uh, what was the thing they had between, um, you know what I'm talking about, the, the little, ha- the, the treat yourself. People say treat yourself all the time. Okay. And Parks and Rec know. created a holiday, Valentine's Day. I that was never, Parks and Rec that made that. I've never heard anyone. I, I don't know anybody that thing. celebrates it. It's, it's a thing. It's, it's a small a thing. thing. It's a small thing. I'm not saying it's not, but it's a small thing. I'm just saying, Seinfeld also made a holiday, just like Parks and Rec made a holiday. You know, they're basically on the same level. Uh, what? Yeah. Are you you gonna you going to disagree? That Seinfeld and Parks and Rec are on the same level? Honestly, personally, I probably find Parks and Rec funnier than Seinfeld. I do too. I don't even like Seinfeld. Yeah, I mean it's it's okay, but you know. So you know, I'm just saying there are there there are multiple cases that could be made for Parks and Rec being slightly better than The Office. And you know, those last two seasons of The Office definitely hurt it. It it is what it is. It's part of oh, and another thing about The Office that I didn't particularly like when it started out, all the characters were very grounded, very realistic, and then close to the end. They got a little flanderized. They got a little bit flanderized. Like, they kind of became parodies of themselves a little bit. You got to at least admit that. Um, okay. I just want to point out, I just want to point out that The Office, okay, um, started in 2005. All right. So they had, they had a good four seasons going before Parks and Rec came out. So everything good about The Office, okay, was, I'm sorry, everything good about Parks and Rec was built on all of the good that had been learned and gained from watching and those numbers for The Office. So I would, I would care, I would say that Parks and Rec, its whole formula stems from the office it uh, yes it deterred a little bit on its own being a parks and rec thing but it's still an office style comedy multi-shot and they had those zoom ins on the face on the face just like the office all the humor and Mm -hmm. the the, that you got from the camera angles and shots all come from the office and as a response to that i would say the office u.s took a lot of its cues from the office UK. Okay. So, I mean, you might as well, I mean, why not? If you're going to, you know, reach that no, far. No, 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 no. We're not going well, across Why not? You're, you're why not? To, it's you're literally a U.S. spinoff. I mean. Yes, a U.S. spinoff that was more successful than the one season of the, sh- of the first show. You're, yes, that's true as well, but it still took its cues from it. Season one was literally a shot. It was the, the pilot. It was literally the same thing. And you know how long they, they both had, a, uh, I think the first seasons both had a, a shorter amount of episodes for, for mm-hmm. both US and uh, UK of The mm-hmm. Office. 
Mm-hmm. Both were, I think, about eight episodes. And then mm-hmm. The Office got picked up in the United States. And it was more, I think, a 20-episode thing uh, per season. Order per season. So that was at least three seasons worth of, of show that, was, that had premiered before Parks and Rec came out. Three seasons of original content. Okay, that Parks and Rec definitely took its cues from. Parks and Rec has seven seasons of original content. The whole thing. It didn't have to copy its first season from anything. Just saying. I'm just saying. Again, I'm not saying I'm not saying which side I'm on. I'm merely, you know, stating my case for Parks and Rec. Also, Leslie and Ben. Office multi. Leslie and Ben. Leslie and Ben may be a better relationship than Jim and Pam. No! Get out of here. Go away. Just saying. Go away. I'm just saying. There was a bit of a lull. The Jim and Pam relationship, I I stand both. You know, I'm just saying. It might be. Leslie and and Ben might be better than Jim and Pam. Go ahead and pull up your your Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. trailer because... So we can both watch it. Share your screen because I don't, I don't, I don't even want to. Uh, you've upset me. I have not watched the trailer, so pull it up. <laughs> you haven't watched it. All right. Uh, oh, we I can, don't know it can if be I can... a reaction right now. Okay. Let me see if I can screen share. And while you're doing that, um, uh, R.I.P. to Irfan Khan, um, an actor from The Amazing Spider-Man and a very predominant Bollywood actor. He did not die from coronavirus complication. He did not die from the coronavirus. He died from, I think, the last two years he's been fighting cancer. He was also in uh, Jurassic World. And um, RIP to him because it's it's really sad. And... um, Yes, rest in peace. Ready? Um, I'm still, it's loading. I'm pulling it up. Okay. Um, yeah, and, up. okay. Well, we're about to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s final season trailer for the first time. I don't know. If, I guess a dude's probably seen it already. Yeah, I watched it already. I, I have not. So, uh, let me see. not that I watched this trash ass show, but whatever. It is not a trash show, bro. I don't know why. Man, well, go on. It's a dope show. I don't know why you don't just give it a. You got honestly, it really is dope. All right, can you see it? I do, man. He started sharing his screen. Screen sharing. I see a black screen. Okay, we're good. Go ahead and press play. Okay. Can you hear it? Yep. Okay, so when right he gets now, here, just count the dough. The, Let me do the, the talk. You got a boss. You're early. Do you have an idea what the uh, uh, Chronicons are? Who the hell are these guys? Nope. Your boys lost? Oh, okay. well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. I'm Ascension Chronicom from the planet Chronica 2. Good for you. Now beat it. Before we make you freaks regret being born. Chronicons so yeah, are like not a born. Flashback to when the, the Chronicons maybe 
first arrived on Earth, or at least an early arrival on Earth. Warning you. Last chance, pal. Take them, boys! What do you want? Your face. Shield. We have to save Hydra. <sighs> Mediocre. Okay. Really? Mediocre. Mediocre? Why? Why mediocre? Just like just like the second season of Black Lightning. Mediocre. Jesus, come on, man. What 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 didn't you like about that trip? Um, besides how, I mean, I don't know. It seems very generic. Oh, some bad guys from the future have come to, to fuck with the past and are abducting people for their identity. If, if you had, I mean, it was giving me like Terminator vibes. For real, for real. Me personally. God, your taste in television is worst it, you see if you would been caught up what season are you on right now like season five or something i'm not even watching after i know you're not what season. what season did you stop on the ghost rider season so you gotta you gotta finish up man that whole season was dope and then the season after that was dope and then the, this is the final season of okay Agents of how about this i'll i'll try to catch up if you watch john wick Huh? Well, clearly what? I got the, I I got I got the time now. I you guess. have the time. Could, yeah, you had at least five weeks worth it. of time, Teen Wolf. Yeah, I guess I could watch John Wick eventually. I mean, it's eventually. Probably, what else I'll, do you have? I mean, to I'll, I will look. I will find it. All what right, are you I'm watching certain, all eighteen seasons worth of Grey's Anatomy? What are you talking about? No, but I, I was catching up on a uh, Living Single. You know, really? I've been. I've been watching Naruto Shippuden. I've How been did you watching... catch up on a show that was out before you were born? Because it was out. So I'm, I'm watching it, you know? And it's funny because, you know, I'm, I'm watching uh, Attack on Titan, you know? I need, I'm, I've been catching up on that. I will find the time for John Wick. I rewatched Shazam the other day. It was very funny. It was very good. Underrated Christmas movie. You know, but yeah, you know, I'll, I'll I'll watch John Wick this week, eventually. You know, whatever. But back to uh, Agents of Shield, I I feel like you know the trailer. Um, it's not saying too much. Um, spoiler alert: if you're not cut up on Agents of Shield, I'm assuming you don't care if I spoil anything, right? Not a damn thing. Okay, so Coulson died a couple seasons ago. So this Coulson that we have now is an advanced life model decoy. You know, which is how they've kept him in the show. So, I'm I'm interested in what they're going to do with that because again, this is the final season of Agents of Shield, and it's kind of an, the end of an era because Agents of Shield was the first TV show to come out of the MCU. 
I mean, that, you know, that's that's pretty important to note, right? You know, that the show is finally coming to an end. no longer really connected, but yeah. I mean, there's no, how is it not? It's connected to the Winter Soldier directly. It's connected to Infinity War directly. It's connected to Thor The Dark World directly. There, I mean, the the movies connected. do not acknowledge this show. Kevin Feige has went on record saying that the shows... Well... He has nothing to do with the sh- with the with the ABC shows and the shows on Netflix. So whatever they do, they have chosen to do on their own. If they the want Netflix to- shows are one thing, but this show has very obvious reactions to the movies. I don't see how you could. They have say- reactions. That doesn't that doesn't mean that the movies acknowledge that they they're connected at all. Colson is literally from the MCU. The show Lady Sif. Nick what? Fury, Lady Sif, Nick Fury, Agent Maria Hill, they've all made appearances on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. How, how many appearances have they made over one? Maria Hill has made multiple appearances. And how many times have you seen her in the MCU? Pre- prevalent besides, prevalence besides Avengers, Winter Soldier, and I guess... Oh, other than the times we've seen her, how many times have we seen her? Come on, man. Two, three times? She's not even a major character. It don't matter. What she impact does she bring? She brings nothing from the movies, from the show over to the movies that that's from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Infinity War, Endgame, Age of Ultron. I'm definitely forgetting one. Avengers. Avengers. I mean, come on. She's not like a main character, all but she's small roles to do all small roles that if she can bring impact from a character like if, okay no if she can bring character f- impact like Nick Fury can bring impact to the movies then sure there is another character who was an agent of Shield by the way Continue. one one time one time oh no, he was still there yeah in the very first season when there was a, te- a when there was potentially some real connection after that it went downhill pun intended it never the show never went downhill it's been decent to good the entire time it's a very good show. Yeah, sure and it's been disconnected from the movies the entire time since for since the first after the first season it's okay just <sighs> accept it the trailer didn't look particularly great to me for coming from someone who has been keeping up with the show but i mean i still got high hopes for the season it just you know it was kind of a lacking trailer it just didn't reveal much which you know i hope we get to see another appearance from ghost rider before the show actually ends i doubt it uh or another appearance from um damn cyborg dude Ray you know Fish. what i'm talking about huh no, no why the hell would ray fisher no man uh uh cyborg man oh deathlock Yes, Deathlock. Which it's it's always been weird to me that they don't utilize him more often. Like I'm talking about like in universe. Like if you have a cyborg on your team, why wouldn't you just always use him? Yeah, but I don't know. I guess he's always off on other missions or something. Um oh, we're seeing uh I, did you see that little part where they said, Oh, we're gonna have to Hydra's back apparently again. In order to save save Shield, they must save Hydra. Yeah, which I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be like some time travel in here again. They've been time traveling and doing space travel lately, so you know, uh, that'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, they finally just let Fitz and Simmons be together without breaking them up again, you know, physically or you know whatever. It's just, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. It's been 
it's been very uh, interesting to see Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. last this long, you know? It feels like it's been here forever, and now it's finally ending. You know, no more yeah, Agent May. Agent May, who is an S-tier Marvel character. You have to at least admit that. In you know what? S-tier. What does that mean? You know, like, top, top, you know, best of the best. You know, you, you, at least, you at least like Agent May, though, right? Oh, I love Agent May. That, yeah, there I, you go. That, that I'll give you. Or, or what about, uh, or Quake, you know? Eh. Eh, that's all Quake gets. Now, it's, it's unfortunate about that whole Inhumans thing that didn't pan out, you know? But, hey, you know, it is what it is. The show know. or the storyline within this show? The storyline within the show. Half the time, I feel like they even forget Quake is an Inhuman because they don't even really talk about Inhumans much anymore for obvious reasons. But, you know, it is what it is. The show is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life. And I watched every single episode, and I have no wish to ever see it again. It was it was pretty bad. But, yeah, it is what it is. So, you know, here's hoping uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has a great last season, you know. Uh, and I hope all the storylines get tied up nicely, you know. We even got to see uh, Graviton last season. You know Graviton, right? Yeah. Yeah, he he was the first villain in uh, Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Oh he, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, he showed up. You know, that was cool to see. You gotta at least see that episode. You, really? That does nothing for you. The whole show, the show as a whole, does nothing for me. Graviton. I mean, especially since Graviton was attacking at the same time that Infinity War was happening. And that's made, like, very clear in the show. So, I mean, you're not even interested in that? No. Anyway, on to Do you want to know who Graviton movie. was? What? Do you want to know who Graviton was? Played by? No, like, I mean, he was a character that's been established in the show. Um, okay, go ahead. Uh, Talbot. Talbot was Graviton. Yep. Talbot. Who is an incredible Hulk villain? Yep. They just merged him into a completely different person. Yes. It was done well. I mean, you know, it wasn't like bad or anything. And you like this show? Why? You know what? I don't care. I don't care. Let's let's just move on to the next topic. The final topic. Oscar-winning director Josh Cooley, who won the Oscar for Best Animated Film after directing Toy Story Four. Not my favorite of the of the quadrilogy, but whatever, has been tapped to direct an animated prequel Transformers film for Paramount and Hasbro. You know, I just I've, Transformers has left a sour taste in my mouth for too long. You know, it's, it's I mean, I me. I think that they're on a comeback, especially with Bumblebee. Yeah, that's the thing. It's kept me from watching Bumblebee. You haven't watched long. Bumblebee yet. Nah, I mean, I might watch it this week, you know, after I watch John Wick. I'll, I'll, I'll check it. No, yeah, I got, I got Hulu. I'll watch it on Hulu. I'm, 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 I know it's on Hulu because I've seen it, but yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. It's a much more intimate Transformers story. I think it, it lends itself well to just being about Bumblebee as opposed to an entire team of Autobots versus an entire team of Decepticons. But. I mean, is it even? I don't know. I 
know, and to be honest, the, the first five, mm. ten minutes that are on Cybertron of Bumblebee are probably the best action in the, in the whole movie. And if someone's directing a, a prequel based on that, I'm down for it. I mean, that was pretty much animated the whole time anyway. So will it be the same type of animation that was in the first few minutes? Or will it be traditional, like, CGI, like, Pixar or um, or, so, or DreamWorks animated films? So we don't know if this is a direct prequel to, like, the main movies? Or if this is a direct it's prequel to, to it's Bumblebee? Supposed to be separate. It's supposed to be its, its, its own separate prequel from those movies. Much okay. like the Spider-Verse is its own separate movie from the MCU Spider-Man. Okay. Well, I mean, that... Well, all right. So it just takes place in the universe, but it's not, like... No, it's not directly tied to those Bay shit movies. Oh, well, then this might be really a prequel, then. I mean, but they call it a prequel. They call it, Well, it's a prequel to the story we see where the Autobots are already on Earth. That oh, part okay. is okay. what everybody knows. So this is a prequel before that. That gets an actual movie as opposed to just five or ten minutes of screen time. Okay. But I mean, like, you understand why I feel this way about the Transformers franchise. Oh, I 100% agree. I mean, I've, they've, they've dipped in quality since the very first one. There was a lot of racial humor in the second one and the third one. And the fourth one with, uh, was it? No. The first one, the fourth one with Michael with uh, Mark Wahlberg. And then the fifth one with Mark Wahlberg. And Sir Anthony Hopkins were not where they did nothing to save the franchise. In actuality, it made it worse. A lot worse. I mean, once they started saying the Autobots helped America in World War II and <laughs> helped stop slavery, I'm like, okay, this, this I, I can't do this anymore. I can't. Yeah, they're helping out Frederick Douglass. What was was the was the bus that Rosa Parks? That it was that it was that an Autobot as well. Like, come on, man! I can't, I can't. Like, it's just, it's just too much. I can't do it. Well, I understand, man. Yeah, it's just, yeah, they've really let the fan base down. Yeah. But I mean, hey, I hope it's good. You know, I, I've heard good things about that uh, animated Mortal Kombat movie. So you know, maybe that be... is that that movie is actually pretty good. It's very gory, and okay. in a good way, like. I, I saw one. I saw one scene that made me laugh was the the uh, the bad guys. Once they saw like Scorpion doing his thing, and they immediately ran away from him. Uh, that was pretty funny. But yeah. Oh yeah. I, I hope this is good. You know, it's got talent behind it. Oscar Oscar winning director Josh Cooley. So you know, I'm I'm sure it won't be like bad or anything. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I'm always down for animated movies. I feel like they're great, and Oh, we do have one additional topic to talk about before we end the show. But yeah, I feel like animated movies are great and um, they're definitely something for the whole family. And I feel like this, this might reinvigorate some interest in, in a new generation of, of potential Transformers fans. I mean, and, as long as they like, like, you remember the TV show that was on the hub? That show, Transformers Prime? Yes, yeah, great show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, the CG I, one. That was really that good. That was directly, that, I think that was like almost directly influenced by the Bay movies in terms of look, but it was... Oh, okay, I'm about to say in terms of look and nothing else. Way better in terms of story and delivery and character development. Honestly, I feel like Bay should have done that type of movie 
uh, where it was closer to like them being much more secret than being them working with the government as opposed to being hunted by the government and, you know, having their own secret bunker and all this other mm. stuff. That show was like better than, oh, you know what else was a good show on? I mean, this is kind of uh, digressing from the point, but um, that G.I. Joe show that was on the hook. Oh, G.I. Joe. Uh, was it, Renegades? Was it, that, Yes. Renegade. Yes. That was dope. That was I, I dope. was always curious why it never got picked up for another season. Yeah, that show was really good. It was, it was, honestly, it was better than the original Jojo. Oh, yeah. For real, for real. Because yeah. they, they were all on, they were all on the run. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh what were you saying about, uh, that last topic? Our last topic, uh, the end of an era. Steven Universe Future. Oh, yeah. The prelude to the end of Steven Universe. <sighs> I'm sorry, not the prelude, the epilogue of Steven Universe. And um, 20 episodes. And wow. It really is the end of an era, man. I mean, That's... that show was top tier animation, top tier oh, yeah. line delivery, top tier mm-hmm. acting, top tier mm-hmm. emotional connection to the characters. Music. Music. I mean, the music was nothing but lo fi awesomeness uh, mixed with some Hawaiian beats in there and some just like some cool acoustic vibes. And my hat's off to Rebecca Sugar for creating such an emotionally driven sci-fi show about a boy learning to, I don't really know. He was just learning, I guess, how to live life. And it, it, it was a great show. She really did her thing on that, man. She really did. Yeah. Uh, it was a, it was a very, uh, well-written program, you know, very, uh, emotional program uh, a program that had a lot of lessons about you know acceptance and like equality and like forgiveness you know it was it was just very well done you know uh especially for a children's program you know it was it was the animation and everything about it you know I mean, it never it, it never it had so many influences from other Wait, could you could you repeat that? I think your connection you know is breaking. Okay, go ahead. I said it had so many influences from other shows, from shows that Rebecca worked on, like Adventure Time, from all the other writers, to even being influenced by some anime, especially with um, the the movie that they had, mm-hmm. and it was influenced by other anime and Betty Boop and all this other stuff, and it was really a love letter to animation that that really touches its audience emotionally. And I feel like even though I was a teenager when the show came out, like I've grown better as a person because of watching Steven Universe, I feel. Mm. And I feel like it's made, like it's, it's talked about so many different topics with even being a kid's show without talking to the audience like they're little children, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it had very mature writing. It it touched on themes of trauma, mental health, um, LGBTQ uh, community, and and how to connect with them, and them being just as regular as anyone else. You know, it 
it it did a lot. It was very woke without saying, hey, I'm woke. Let me just show you how to live where you love everybody and you care about everybody and mm -hmm. there's bound to be bumps along the way, but you work through them. And this show, it showed those bumps, it showed the bruises, it showed the polish, it showed everything. And it, it will be missed. Even it even touched on uh, growing up in maturity with Steven Universe uh, future especially, you know you see Steven you know look back on his childhood and actually think, damn, the way I grew up was actually kind of fucked up, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I literally I just did a PowerPoint for my writing for TV and film class uh, on Steve on the the episode I am my monster when he turns into a monster. Oh yeah, word. Yeah, I did a, a presentation on it and I was like. So this so this episode is basically about Stephen, all his trauma that he's not talked about that he's kind of pushed through. It's mm -hmm. been, it finally has come back and pushed back on him so much so his demons manifest and it's brought into question to him: Is he the monster of everyone else's story, including his own, and therefore physically manifests himself to him being a monster? Yeah, that that episode was very well done, man. It, it, it was, was. It was very yeah. emotionally touching for a, a kind of a kaiju type of, uh, episode. Yeah, you know, uh, self esteem issues and you know the depression and like self reflection. You know, yeah. was I was I traumatized by my childhood? You know, and all that. I mean, do oh, have I worked mean, through the trauma? Yeah, uh, is am I okay? Like, because you know, Stephen Stephen's the character, right? That everyone comes to when they need help. But exactly. it's like, who does that person go to when they need help? That's exactly yeah. what Connie said. And Connie was when everyone was blaming themselves. Oh, I did this to Steven. Oh, I hurt Pink. And now it's hurt Steven. Connie comes up like, yeah, you all have hurt Steven in some way or another. But now it's time for us to be there for him like he's been there for us. So, you know, the show will be missed, you know. Um, every season was a hit. You know, the, the, the airing thing was a little annoying, you know. I feel like Cartoon Network has had a problem with uh, a regular programming schedule for a while. Yeah, but, you know, Teen Titans Go! Never have a problem airing that. Oh, no, no. That's, never that's had an issue with that. Sometimes two or three <laughs> times a week. Sometimes it's, it's, that's the whole program. And just, Titans, all right, Adult Swim, okay. Titans Go, Teen Titans Go, Teen Titans Go, Teen Titans Go, back to Adult Swim. All right, it's, it's like, come on. Yeah. yeah, it is what it is. I, I look forward to whatever her next project is. Uh, if there is a next project, I know she's been on this for years, so she might be taking a break, and justifiably so. Uh, a well-deserved break. Yeah, but I look forward to whatever she's got coming next. I mean, I'm going to try and catch um, uh, the new Pendleton Ward show. I think it's called Gospel of the Night or something. You know hmm. what Pendleton Ward is? What's it called? Pen Gospel of the of Night or something. It's it's a Pendleton. The guy who created Adventure Time is his new show. Oh, Pendleton Ward. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Pendleton Ward. Okay. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Uh, it's some type of intergalactic animated interview show. It sounds kind of like um, Space Ghost, but more like meets Super Jail with um, Adventure Time animation. 
Okay. Uh, wh- where is it coming on? It's on Netflix. It's all. It's oh, Netflix. it's a Netflix show. Netflix. Show. Okay. Okay. Well, that's something to check out too. Uh, again, what's the title of it? Gospel. Let me look it up because. Yeah, it's it's definitely been a a bit of a boon for animation with the the advent of streaming, hasn't it? Yes, I mean, uh, I'm I feel like there's definitely this is definitely the good time. For, I think uh, um subscriptions and, and yeah. for stocks in oh, these yeah. shows. Oh yeah, Netflix is looking at this money like, hey, <laughs> Dude, they looking at the situation going on between AMC and uh uh, uh Universal. Like, I mean, shit. The name of the show is The Midnight Gospel. The Midnight Gospel. Oh, I've heard about that actually. The Midnight Gospel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It look it looks kind of a uh, weird, but not like in a bad way. It, it, so it's basically it's anim it's interviews that have been done by this by this one comedian, and they like animate around the the audio of the interview. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Um. Uh, all right. I'm gonna check that out. I need to add that to my list. But uh, yeah. So that's the show. Where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at jbad97. That's J A Y B A T nine seven. Find me on Instagram at one handsome geek. All one word, no numbers, all letters. One handsome geek. Follow me on PSN at mystery997. Where can they find my boy Adu? Where can they find you? You can find me at Twitter and IG at Adu underscore man. That is 1A to these 1O underscore M-A-N. Follow me at PSN at admant. That is 1A to these M-A-N-T. Follow the show on Twitter and IG. Words from Words Blurds. From Blurds. W-O-R-D-S-F-R-O-M-B-L-E-R-D-S. And look out, folks, because once this, you know, coronavirus is over and the new, you know, we have Xbox and we have PlayStation 5 coming out soon, there's a new service we, 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 we have coming for you. And what can you tell them what it's called to do? Oh, yes. Uh, streams from Blurred. Yes. We are looking into uh, possibly streaming some games on uh, Twitch, actually. You know, maybe we'll play games. Maybe we'll watch movies and talk about them while we're streaming. You know, just different things that we're coming up with. So be on the lookout for streaming. Yeah. And that's the show. Now you know we're still alive. And everyone stay safe out there. And wash your hands. Wear masks. Wipe your ass. Shout out to all uh, the medical workers out there, essential workers out there. I know y'all are risking lives right now. Make sure things go blessings to them and that's the show and we are out peace